Uh, we are now here. And it says, Ein Zecher Tov. So in order to understand that right, uh, I um, have to uh, first say something which uh, in these days we have to be um, we have to strengthen ourselves in this realm. There is a basic koyach in the Odom that he wants to make a roishim. He wants to leave a mark on the world. That means there should be a world with leichter, should be a different world than the world without. Every, every human being has that. That's his basic trait, had nothing to do with gaiva, nothing to do with anything. It is the thing that you want to have a roishim in the world. Um, I don't know why, but uh, the, a lot of times today by the oilom is is that is dwindling by the people which are sitting and learning. That's like dwindling. They are not so much into that that they have to have a seicher in the in the world. But this is uh, not that's not that you can't live with that. Uh, that's a very dangerous thing. Uh, I I have someone which uh, which that's very dangerous. Which they that he was learning Bamish Kavaldik, but no one knew about him, but he's really alone and when, and now he's 70 or something like this and it didn't hold no, it doesn't hold you know, it's not healthy it's really not healthy so uh, you have to have you have to leave a mark you, the world has to be a different world when you're in so when you're working working people, they have that naturally because that's what they do you know have a business so they have something to do and they are important, they are needed that means that the world has a mark from them but today in the in the yeshivish once in a while you have to be machazik yourself in that that you are that you are uh, uh, having this uh, this uh, the the zeicher which you have is a zeicher that there is a mark on, on the world. Now, there is a there was a good a big a big man, Chatzkel Sarne. So Chatzkel Sarne, he had a, had a very interesting say. He says when a young man comes to him with a new sefer, that means a sefer which someone writes, that's a mark on the world. That's right. You write a sefer, that means you have your own pshat in whatever you want, in Rashu Sabal or whatever it is, difficult thing, and you know what's going on, and you want to put it down in the sefer, and you publish the sefer. So Rabbi Haskell said, um, when someone brings a sefer, which is printed, and he, he wants to publish it, so 80% is nonsense. He cut out. You could cut, cut it out. Good is 20%. That's what he said. So again, you went further on and said, and, but why shouldn't a guy only print 20%? And he takes out 80%. And the 20%, which are good, he's printing. <laughs> no. When he would take out 80%, he would take out the good 20% too. 
and you would leave the crazy stuff. So this is a very important thing for this line. Because what you think makes a Roishim in the world is your crazy stuff. You do something which is out of the rule, something which is no one even fathom to, th- to say such a thing. You have a finish which is flabbergasting. I think even Moshe Rabbeinu didn't think about that when he was on Hal Sinai, you know. It's unbelievable. You know, it's just, just that, that has to be public. That, that doesn't last. Clarissa has a good nose, and that doesn't last. This will be forgotten. That won't last. Then I have over here in Eretz I have an illustration for that. Yeah, perhaps even in America, you heard from the guy that he made a very, it was a very awkward thing, you know. You call that guy Amnon Yitzchak. Everyone knew about him. And Today, hello, hello, where are you? Nowhere. Nowhere. Gone. Because it was a crazy thing, you know. And now you think it will stay, something will stay from that crazy endeavor. Nothing. Gurnisht. We are going weiter, and no one remembers that thing, you know, it's irrelevant today, it's irrelevant. Then you want, you might have a mark on the world, which stays, but that doesn't. What stays? The Shem Tov. Yeah, but that's a problem. Because the Shem means that you are named, that people speak about you, that the shame. But it has to be considered to be good. Good means not good with a finger, you know. You don't understand, it's good. That does not, that's not mean Shem Tov. You can't make a Shem Tov with a crazy argument, you know. You say, that's very good, you know. You, you have to, I explained to you, it's good. Good doesn't have to be explained. The shame Tov doesn't have to be explained. That's understood by itself. So, so now that's a problem. That's a problem. I want to have, leave a mark on the world, and my own Tfisas Hadas is that the mark on the world means that I am saying crazy stuff. But no, that's not right. Because because the mark on the world, it will be the thing which is a Shem Tov. So this is a very big thing. You have to understand what I tell you now. This is a very big thing because you will make mistakes. That's part. That's what Rapatskel says, and that was always the part of it. When you want to have something done which makes a difference, you will make mistakes. You will. But you have to work on that to make that thing in that way that even though it's new and people could be that they will be against you or they will it will it will not be successful. But even though it's not successful, working, make a leaving a mark, doing something substantial for the world, always has an ingredient to it that you'll make mistakes. But you have to go further on till you reach a point where you see this is now in that way that people see that this is good. Dear, the truth lies. And now Rabbi Saul. Rabbi Saul made all different kind of of endeavors which they were not all successful. That's to say at least, you know. They were not, they really, really were not all successful. Really not. 
But what? He went further on. He went further on. He went further on. Did reach a place where you say, this is perceived as good. So that's the work. So that's the Ein Zeicher. That means there will be a Zeicher, a mark on the world. But that is, it has to be a Shem Tov. That's something which is perceived as good. Yeah? So this is a big work. It's a big tree on a person. But uh, one has to work on that, that this should happen. And but this is the Zeicher which has a Shem Tov. Okay? So again, today, in today's Yeshivish society, people, they, it's like this whole thing that you have to leave a mark on the world is like a thing which sounds like uh, low. It's not low. It's a nature of a human being. You have to understand, this is a nature of a human being. Okay? That's that what is Ein Zeicher, Geschehen Now it goes further. Ein Revach Kassir Mitzvah. So there are two ways of explaining that. The one is straightforward, which for sure everyone thinks that. That means, Revach means gain. You gain something. You invest a little bit and gain a lot. So the biggest gain is a mitzvah because you'll get the Ulam Habo. That's for sure true. And the whole point of Schar Mitzvah is really like, not in a perceivable way, connected to what you are doing. You'll come when you get the schar of a mitzvah in Oilam You will get so much that you will be surprised by yourself. You'll be surprised at that. What has that to do with this mitzvah? I made a mitzvah, so I don't get this amount. It has nothing to do with that. You know, no, it has. Because it's the biggest revach is doing a mitzvah. So at the schar is always above what you could understand. That's always like this. It's above what you could understand, the schar. Yeah? That is a raya. There's a raya. I don't want to tell you that because of uh, the people learn that not right. I think that in the bayakel when you have to bring everyone comes together to listen in the soft morning there in the in the mitzvah of bayakel <coughs> then the Torah says you have to bring also the little children. Why, as Rashi says, he brings it that uh, that you have a good you have a good schar to those people which they bring the children. So why do you get a special schar for that? For the bring the children? Why? Because it's difficult to bring them, and you take upon yourself the difficulty. Ah, so you turn over into a understanding of religion, like uh, like this other religion which is in the world you know they they think like this you know suffering and that's just the peak we don't hold like that man no we can have a geschmack in learning and again and it's a, that's what you have to do that's what you get the schar for you don't come with that that because it was difficult that's why you get the schar no 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 the lefum tzara agra is only when whenever there is a difficulty and you go through it you'll get for that the schar too well, that's not why you bring the children you know otherwise you should perhaps like those who go for fitness running they put on weights on the on the legs 
So perhaps you kind of have to come with a few ways on the legs and uh, put a few stones in your backpack. And that's the way you come to Vayakal. I get the bigger schar because it was difficult. No, that nonsense. You will be, you have to get the treatment, you know. That's not our religion, you know. So what does it mean? You bring the children to give schar lebiviyem. Why? Because when you bring the children, you are making a statement with your action that you see that it's important to be there even you do not understand anything. That was the children know, they don't understand a dime. Gurnish. But it's important being there even you don't understand. Ah. When you hold there is an importance to be there even the child doesn't understand anything, you are shaykh to schar. Because when you'll get schar, it will be exactly the same thing. You'll be there, and you don't understand anything. Why should it be a part of your, of, of, of your maisa? Why should you get so much? Schar is always above your understanding. Way above your understanding. Way, way above your understanding. That's what schar is. So, so that's what schar means. So, may you bring your children to the bayakil means you're making a statement that there is an importance to be there without understanding. Ah, you will get schar for that. That's a special machlaka of schar that you have, a shaykhis, to something which you do not understand. And that's what you get schar for. Maybe schar lemevieya. So that's over here you could say, ein revach, the biggest revach, is das hier sabitzvah. Because there's no other thing which gives a schar, the mitzvahs give that, and it's the biggest revach. You could say that, it's good, it's for a good, a good pshat, it's based on emune, but I try to be miming 100% in schar voinish. Yeah? There will be a schar for sure. But there's another pshat over here. It is in the Lavazé. So I, I'll tell you. I was a young man, and it was a brilliant kid, and we had a vat. There were around five people in the vat. So uh, we were all together, and then throughout the winter or something like this, the one had to go to America, the other one to Europe, and the other one wasn't able to come. It was the whole world went. The other one's wife gave birth or something like this. In the end, I stayed alone with the Mashgiach. So it was a special treatment. I am there, and I have a private vat with Mashgiach in Belyankov. So I worked on the thing. I tried to work on what we are doing, and suddenly... In the middle of trying to work on one thing, it opened up to me a whole world of an entirely unconnected thing, you know? Another another area in Avoida. Like I work on Menuchas Nefesh, and suddenly I have a clarity in Achayas. So I went to the Mashgiach, and I told him what's happening, you know? I, I'm working on Aleph, and suddenly opens up base, you know? What is that? Should I go for that? Not go for that? What is that? I, I just, it was like surprising. So the Mashkir says, no, leave it. Don't go after that, but leave it. Why? Because that is the nature of doing mitzvahs. That's called mitzvah gerer's mitzvah. When you invest in a mitzvah, then something else opens up. So don't go for that, Tafke. But you have to understand, that's the, that's the way a mitzvah works. That's the way Ketusha works. That's what he said. Now this is a Obiapshat, Eid Revach Kasia Sabitzvah. There's no other area which you are investing and suddenly something else opens up. 
you will study physics very strong. But when you understand physics and invest in physics, you will better understand physics. That will be the Rebach. The Rebach will be better understanding of physics. But when you learn like a madman physics, you will not suddenly understand psychology. No, believe me not. No, it doesn't. It doesn't open up something else. It only opens up where you are investing. Things are opening up more. That is the Rebach. You invest, and then you get more skilled in that where you invest. That's what it is. Right? Or when you are a sport, you know how you like the sports, and you are really training hard for uh, race, for hockey, or whatever you want, you know. You're training hard for that, and you're very strong working on your sports. You will not appreciate classical music more because of that. You will not. It doesn't work. It doesn't, there's nothing to do. You work on this. Why should you work on that? That is normally. But the mitzvahs have an ingredient that when you invest strongly in one side, suddenly an entirely different area opens up. So that's the river of the mitzvahs in, in this world. That means you are, Marvir, it gets broader, like Revach. It gets broader, the, the thing which makes this happen, that things get broader in the most uh, poignant sense, that's mitzvahs. Mitzvahs do that. They have an ingredient that they make the, the world broader because it opens up things. They are opening up things which you didn't even think even that these things should open up. So that is Ein Revach Kassiyaz HaMitzvahs. Yeah? So you could learn it in both ways. I don't want to force you that you have to learn it in the second way because that's a Chiddush. I understand that's a Chiddush, but that's the way things are happening. But in the first way, it's a very good way to learn that you are thinking about Shar Oilam Abo. But I think both are right. That means you could learn it with Oilam Abo, but you could also learn it over here in the Oilam Aze itself. That's the Reva Hasim and Siyas Amitzvahs. And now comes the next Ein Chein Kekiyum Atayra. So here is a very difficult, a very, very sad subya. Chain. Chain is something which enwraps the, the person. It's the whole person is emanating chain. It comes out the chain from him. That's what chain means. I can't say your ear it makes has a chain, you know, that then you are sick. No, you don't say that. Your person has a chain. That means something is wrapping a person. And a lot of times, which that is a very important thing happening, a lot of times our, our the relationship to a person is very much tinted by the first encounter. Because in the first encounter, you smell you don't know the protein, you don't know this, and you don't know that, you don't know the, the way, but you have an impression of the person, which there, the chain is part of that. Perhaps you saw that once, there are people which they have a chain, and not because they are looking uh, beautiful or things like this, but they have a chain. And uh, they are beautiful people, they have no chain. The chain is something which is enwrapping the person, but in a Kedusha way. And now, you have to be careful. 
is one of the things which we are lacking or we are suffering from that today. You have to be careful because the chayin is such a delicate thing which is coming, emanates from the person, which that's a double shabiktusha, something bigger than him, something bigger than the details of his personality. It's, that's why most of the times, a lot of times you see that in the beginning, by the first appearance, you see there's something there which is more than only the sum of the protim. You don't even know the protim, but there's something there. You could cover that up with something else. That means even big people have that, which you have to work on that. You can't work on it. But I was once, I knew a big person, and uh, I knew him well. But uh, there was someone there, someone in his environment, which I knew very well. And this guy had a a very impressive appearance, till today. He was then a younger man, but today he's even more than a younger man. But it's it's very impressive, really. There are people which did simply, on the first glance, a very impressive appearance, you know. He could go in a movie and play, you know, very impressive, very impressive. And this bigger man, this big man was very much impressed by him, even though I knew the guy, and underneath the surface there was nothing there, you know, it was like empty. I knew him from learning, and he was learning when he said the Chabure, I always said, his Chaburas are symmetric. You know, you can begin from right and read it to the left. And you could, for the same price, hear it from the left and end by the right. It would be the same Chabura. There's nothing developing there. There's no real... You can make a seder like this. You can make a seder like that too. There's no, no big substance there. Really no. No no substance there. So I was very much wondering why this big man is Mikhail, that guy. You know, it's crazy. You know? After three months, that big guy, he understood that that was a mistake. And then it was much worse than beforehand, you know, because you were falling from the hilltop down, not only from the first floor. You know, that was like, it was like a crash, the whole thing. And I learned from that, that even big people, once in a while, can, can substitute the pain with something else impressive beautiful that can be sub- uh, substitution and you have to be careful you should not substitute that it has to be faith and this is one of the biggest problems in America in the shit of scenery that children, the, the, the boys they make the, the substitution between chain and beauty of a girl that is a tragic that is a tragedy in America I know that. I was, I was um, in the in the Aguda convention uh, to speak in front of psychologists, and then one someone asked me, "What do you say about the shidduch crisis?" So I looked at him. I said, I, I just not know. There's no shidduch crisis. No. It's a chazerim crisis. It's a bunch of chazerim which want to get married. That's what it is, you know. Because they are making make the substitution of Chain with the appearance to the Yetzirah, a beautiful girl. So, so it was. That's, 
and then excuse me, you are I I assume you are married, you know, a beautiful girl, and then then that the male holder said that, and my holder said, and then she gets pregnant, and that the male holders need, you know, and then what's then? What's then? Then what? Then what? Are you insane to build your life? It's not even so superficial. It is a chazerische substitution of chain with something else. That's what's happening. And this is what is happening. You know? So the crisis has nothing to do with Shiduchim. The crisis has to do with a bunch of chazerim. That's what the crisis has to do with. You know? It's a, it's a, it's a tragedy, the whole thing. You are so magusham that you have no way to discern that there is a chain there. Which that's very important. But it is a ruchnistike rap of the person. You see, this person speaks to me. That that has something to do, speaks to me in a way which takes me. Or I see something on that person which is bigger than the protim of this person, which that's called chain. We don't do that. This has to be addressed. This is what has to be addressed. I do it once in a while. I told you that once. You know, I say that Torah is accepting that there is beauty by non-Jews too. It's called that Asia Zifas That's right. The Torah is accepting that. The Torah doesn't come and say, no, it's not beautiful. No, no. No, no. Asia Zifas is Asia Zifas That's right. There is something like this. Good. They, what the, the Rashi says, that's what I told you now. The, 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 this rap of beauty is discerned by the Yetzirah. That is, it's not Chain, it is the Yetzirah. But now, okay. So when there is an official acceptance by the Torah of your fast Torah, even by Goyim, so now let's look. Let's look by those people which are officially good-looking. What is the divorce rate? So the divorce is 99.5%, something like this. Everyone gets divorced there. So I suppose you can't live with that person under one roof. You can't. And it's very simple. Why? Because this appearance makes the person being accepted without having to work on their midas at all, you know? You don't have to work on anything. You can simply, because you are living there, you're sitting there like this, that's the way you are accepted because of your outer appearance. So you never worked on your own videos. So most probably you stay with all your hashkosa inside and there was no need to do anything with that. Yeah? So then you can't live with that person. More than 99% are divorcing. More than 99%. Yeah? So what do you want? That's the reason for that, yeah? So I tell that to the Bochim. And afterwards I ask them, do you still want a beautiful wife? And they say, yes. Because a chazob like the chazob. You know? It's well done itself. It doesn't work. It's a big problem. It's an it's a, it's a unbelievable big problem. That you can't take these people out of that. It's nothing to do with the shirach, you know? You have to have chayn. Yeah? Chayn is a very important thing. That's something... Big, which enwraps you. Very important. 
but you can make a substitution. Instead of chayin, you take something else. Impressive, good-looking, whatever you want. And that's very dangerous, because then you are going wrong with your building up the yachas. You begin to go into a yachas, into a relationship with a person. Um, is it a Rava Talmud, or is it a Bekah Shidduch, whatever it is. You get uh, into a relationship with a person from the wrong side. There's nothing to do with building up anything, because it's not chayin. has nothing to do with chayin. So over here the Rauker says, Ein chen ke kiyumatere. Because the kiyumatere makes that you are really taken by this teure, which the kiyumatere is much, much bigger than yourself. That's what your Adah is saying. It's like his mitzvahs. So it's kipshute. His mitzvahs means he's mekayavit. So a mitzvah I do, it's not only mine. It is something which is unbelievable, which has to do with me. So the biggest chain is the Kiyomatera. This biggest Ketushitike in Iraqment is Kiyomatera. But we have a problem with that. I tell you, this is a big problem. I don't know how to address that. I don't know. It doesn't help what I told you. I will not be choizov on that. I said it by the convention too, you know. I'm, I'm able to say it everywhere. It is, a, it is a human problem. It's not a shidduch problem. It's a human problem that you are building uh, on, a, on, a, on a very shaky basis. It's a very shaky basis. Nothing to do with, with what has to be done. So that's a very, very big uh, demand for us to educate. Uh, everyone is afraid of that, you know. Everyone is afraid of that. In America, you call it shidduch crisis, yeah? Then you're afraid, you're your daughter or your son, and you don't know what to do. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a lachatz from the beginning, you know. It's a big lachatz. But it, it's, it's, it's a... It's not even not a superficiality. It's, it's, it's something wrong there. Something wrong, what, what you're looking for. Okay? So that what is ein chein kekiyomateira. So that, that we, Echein is a very important thing, but you have to understand, you have to be careful, it shouldn't be making a substitution with something else, because that can happen. I saw it by a big man, and then I see it by all these bochim, I see that too. Okay? Yeah. I think that's it for today. That was good. Okay? So, uh, next week, yeah, we'll make a vow next week, and, uh, and hopefully that, uh, that, this, those are, this is the Rukeach, we speak about things which are not, Lavtafke, related one to the other. That's the way the Rishonim wrote in German, in Germany, in, that's the way they wrote. Lavtafka related. Once like you see a relationship, it's Lavtafka related. But they are unbelievable Yesoides in our uh, dat. Unbelievable. Which are revealing themselves over here. Now one minute, there's a chat over here. Okay. 
So it doesn't, and you ask me. Okay, I don't know the second one, but the, 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 that's what we spoke. I think it's, it's, it's clear that your question, I think your questions are more or less answered by what we spoke. That's right. Because a good name, good reputation, that's what mean, good reputation means, that it's perceived as good by the people. That's what good reputation means. A good reputation means it's perceived as good. You are perceived as a good. As a Rabbi explained that it goes on the point, I mean, the example by Rabbi Israel is that he made many endeavors that weren't successful, and then he came to an endeavor that was successful, and that's where he found the good, like the 20% of the safer. Yeah. Is that, what does that have to do with a good reputation? That's what the, rep- the reputation, what you are doing. Reputation is your nose, your ear, it's what you are doing. So a good reputation means what you are doing is perceived as good. That's what a good reputation means, no? What you are uh-huh. doing is perceived as good. Not how you interact? No, 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 no. What you are doing is perceived as good. Yeah? That's a Shem Tov, yeah? Okay, so... so. Our second point was, I'm saying, the Shem, we said, is on the big picture. So shouldn't they say what's No, the chain of the person. When you are Mekayim the you are Shaykh to a big picture. Because Teirah is a bigger picture than you. Yeah? That's what that what that what that what that what Chayim Kekiyamatera means. Okay? At Khan for today, I think we are going now, where we are going next time we go further on. Okay? Sei gesund. Sei gesund. Kaltuf.